0: Broadcasting from Central Florida, it's the History Goes Bump podcast, Bonus Cast. Welcome to this History Goes Bump bonus cast. On this bonus cast, I wanted to share with you an interview that I conducted a few years ago with an author friend of mine by the name of Robert Schneck. He's somebody who likes to investigate the odd lores, legend, that sort of thing, which is right up our alley here at History Ghost Bump. And one of the short stories he wrote was entitled The Bridge to Body Island. This short story features the legend of the Bye-Bye Man. Recently, I heard that TWC Dimension had acquired the rights to an upcoming thriller called The Bye-Bye Man, which is based on this short story that Robert had written. It is now in production and should be out in 2016. So I thought it would be fun to share with you some of the interview that I conducted with Robert about this very unique legend. And for those of you that might be a little susceptible to psychological obsession, that kind of thing, you may not want to listen to this bonus cast. For those of you who do listen, I think you'll probably agree with me that the Bye-Bye Man is very well on his way to becoming as popular as possibly Slender Man. Now, one of the other stories in this book is about this individual called the Bye-Bye Man. Would you care to share oh, that with us?
1: you really wouldn't want to use that name too loosely, because uh, because he will follow you psychically and uh, take out your tongue and eyes. So oh, yeah, to, that doesn't sound like fun. no. So listeners don 't ever think of that name again because that will turn your brain into a psychic beacon, and he'll be he will get on your track and and start following you. so stop thinking about it. just forget it all right okay now that we 've got that cleared up the uh, That was a story that actually involved a friend of mine who was uh fooling around with a Ouija board with some friends of his. And they were getting some pretty strong results for, with this Ouija board. They had contacted they they contacted what called itself the spirit of the board. If it had been a uh, a seance, you would have called it the control in that it seemed to be the ghost that you had to go through or the spirit that you had to go through to get to the other spirits. Well, this spirit uh, was very reluctant to talk to them about this one story which naturally fascinated them because it was the one thing that the spirit didn't want to talk about. And it eventually brought forth this gruesome, grotesque story about a um, blind albino serial killer who is psychic and can follow people uh, it will, and it's accompanied by a pet, too. I'll get to the pet in a minute. Um, and he was born down in uh, Louisiana, I believe it was, um, And in the 1920s. And he was sent to an orphanage. He had a, a terrible childhood. The, the, the Ouija board told them all this story. And... Probably through some kind of voodoo or black magic, he became a a creature more than just a normal man, some kind of a... He became a monster, really, and he would ride the rails following the signals from people who were thinking of his name, and taking out their tongues and eyes and killing them in horrible ways, and he would take the tongues and eyes, and he sewed them together, into this little creature that accompanied him, which I won't say the name because if you think of that name, that'll he can follow you too. Uh, but since he's blind, this little tongue and eye creature helps him find the victims by whistling, and uh, that uh, that allows him to come in for the kill. Anyway, this uh, story really got one of the people that was who was involved upset and she refused to have anything more to do with it uh, and would have more or less just let the thing go except that the people involved began having strange experiences one of them was awakened in the middle of the night by the voice of a friend who he realized couldn't possibly be there and all he could see were a pair of uh, he could see the shadow of feet underneath the door to his room and he didn't open it because he had a feeling he didn't know who was out there but he had a feeling who it might be and uh, the girl herself who uh, refused to have anything more to do with it she eventually heard that whistle and scared her to the point where she refused to discuss the story at all with me I tracked her down it wasn't easy, but I eventually tracked her down. I had to, and uh, she absolutely refuses to discuss it. It's a, it's a part of her life that she wants closed, ended, nothing to do with. So I had to rely pretty much on uh, my one friend, and he tells the story every year for Halloween. I had to have him tell it to me without exaggerations, without embellishments, as closely as he could to what... The way he remembers it happening, and that that became the story that that uh, is in the book under the title of Bridge to Body Island. That story has received a lot of attention. I have been told a lot of stories in my life. As you, doing what I do, you can imagine that I hear a lot of stories. Um, I was told a story about by a guy who had stopped his truck to pee by the side of the road, and a Bigfoot started walking towards him. Uh, I have been told stories about people that were chased by invisible ghosts. I have been told stories by people who saw demons, uh, people who believed that they were possessed, um, various monsters, shapeshifters, succubi. Uh, I've been told all of these stories, but nothing, nothing compared to... When it, when it came to creeping me out to the story that became the Bridge to Body Island. It's the only story I've ever been told that actually did send a chill down my spine. And I wanted to share that with everyone, because I'm generous.
0: <laughs> well, great. I'm sure also, the very more happy that you
1: did that. Is. Also, the more people that know his name, the less likely he is to focus in on me.
0: Well, I guess that's true. That's a good way to deflect.
1: That's exactly it. It's diffused...